What's up, guys? It's Levi Gates, the Master of Shine, and you're listening to, well, the Master of Shine at Home Podcast. Let's get started. What's up, guys? So, uh, well, man, I think uh, I need to apologize again for not getting out an episode last week, but I was saffed, man. I was absolutely exhausted. Um, my brain was just, it needed a rest. Um, it was it was a crazy week. It was an absolutely, uh, it went by quick, but uh, what really took it all out of me was uh, that first week of November, second week of November with us hosting the Rag Company Media Access, which was a crazy, absolute success. Uh, I can't, uh, if you guys haven't watched it, I'd recommend you go back and you watch it to uh, see kind of what we were all talking about and how much fun it was to be able to have, you know, all of our friends there and be able to do stuff and be able to uh, enjoy, you know, all of our, you know, the just enjoy our friends. I mean, that was like the craziest thing about it was you don't realize how many people you've missed or haven't seen all year. Um, so thankfully, everybody stayed safe. Everybody uh, hasn't gotten sick. Again, fingers crossed, we're two weeks out of uh, TRCMA and uh, we are good to go. So that's nice. We have all had to quarantine in our building since everyone left, but we've been checking in with everybody, making sure no one got sick, making sure no one's tested positive for anything. So that's been really, really good. Um, you know, it was, it, it just, it went great. So if you haven't watched it, please go back to the Rag Company YouTube channel. Check out the uh, all four days. Uh, there's eight episodes in total uh, with a ton of great information. We had a blast with uh, everybody that attended, everybody that helped us. Um, it was it was really good. And I mean, realistically, just in time with uh, COVID spiking everywhere. Uh, Idaho is not immune. And uh, we had a crazy amount of cases uh, locally. So we are trying to do our best to lock down. Uh, you know, for uh, TRCMA, we had everybody wearing masks. Uh, Color Lock provided masks for everybody. Um, PNS handled uh, hand sanitizer. So they donated two cases of hand sanitizer for us to use for the whole week, which came in, you know, really handy. Um, and then uh, we were also taking temperatures at the door every day. Now, we did have a few people that did attend and uh, they, before they, you know, they'd, they'd show up, they'd flo- flown into town, done a couple things, visited some folks, but didn't swing by the rag company and then found out that maybe they had been exposed, uh, you know, and uh, we had other people that once they landed, they found out they'd been exposed previously. And so... Uh, it was a mad rush for a lot of folks to go get some COVID testing to make sure. Thankfully, everybody tested negative, which was awesome. Uh, and uh, we were able to proceed. Um, so it was uh, all in all, it's been uh, a crazy, crazy week. But we had a lot of fun. Like I said, a lot of new knowledge, a lot of great new stuff on the horizon for detailing um, and just had a really good time. So uh Basically, I uh, just wanted to kind of catch up with everybody. You know, um, 
Thanksgivings this week. Uh, I know a lot of people are, you know, getting to that burnout phase where they're just like, man, uh, screw it. We're just going to meet with family and do stuff. And I totally get it. But um, please, please, please exercise caution. Um, We've been able to see firsthand for a lot, you know, how fast it can spread, how quickly it can go. Um, You know, when uh, me and the boys would travel, if one of us got sick, by the end of the week, we were all sick. However, we weren't all washing our hands as crazily, nor, you know, having a um, mask on. So our last trip back in February, everything was getting a little crazy. And so we thought, shoot, let's make sure we clean and wipe down everything. We brought some silver infused microfiber towels with us. We all had hand sanitizer. We had wipes. We wiped down all of our seating surfaces in the plane or grab surfaces in the plane uh, and then use the microfiber to dry everything off and wipe it all down one more time, which is really the key that a lot of people seem to forget is uh, hand sanitizer is great, but it's also good to have a towel. Um, You know, I have a towel in my car that uh, it's just a car wash towel. Literally, it's a 16 by 27 car wash towel. Um, And I use it with hand sanitizer. And uh, I wash my hands with the hand sanitizer and then I wipe them with the microfiber because you do need to remove anything that's kind of stuck on your hands or it's the wiping that you need to make sure you do properly. So, um, so hopefully you guys are, you know, reinvigorating. I, I uh, went to my therapist uh, last week and one of the discussions we had was just the whole fact that I feel like we're going to be going into another kind of lockdown stage, only this time, I kind of know what to expect and what can I do to be better prepared for it um, emotionally in the sense like, you know, I feel like I do take on a lot of weight on my shoulders and a big burden on my shoulders, um, just worrying and trying to keep my family safe and keep them healthy and keep everything financially stable. And it's, it's a lot of work. And I wanted to make sure that, you know, I am watching what I say and what I do, um, because the kids are home now again, you know, I have my children who are going to be sad and upset that they're not gonna be able to go to school. Um, my wife, who's going to have to deal with the fact that she has to be with the children nonstop again uh, for till January. I mean, you know, it was nice for her to just have Tuesdays. And even though it was only Tuesdays and Thursdays, it was nice to be able to have that time away. Um, kids out of the house. She was able to pick up the house, clean the house, you know, take a bath, you know, just not have the children underfoot every day. And I know for a lot of parents out there, that's a huge thing. Um, you know, it was a nice mental break. Um, so going into the holidays and the added stress that that brings, and then having the, everything else on top of that with this, uh, you know, with this influenza, with this coronavirus, with this pandemic, um, it's also, Amazing because I've never thought about that kind of stuff before. And then to be, you know, on we have friends, I've, you know, we all have friends around the world and how they're having to deal with it exactly the same way as the rest of us. And they're having to deal with all the same things. And I think it's pretty unique uh, to find out us as a, as a global community and what we have to do um, to get through this. And 
I'm not going to be political. I'm not going to pick a side. I'm not going to base an opinion on what I saw on something, but I'm going to say this. Um, regardless, respect each other. Regardless, help each other. Regardless, take care of each other. You know, we have, I have elderly people, I mean, really elderly people. Uh, I have two, two people on either side of my house that are retired, well, three people. And then uh, on the very end, I have a very old man in a scooter that drives around and says hello. And in the winter, he just, he goes inside and you don't see him till spring. Um, but uh, I think about them. And I think about the elderly couple across the street from us that are probably well into their 80s and, uh, you know, watching them, uh, taking care of them. My kids, you know, made, uh, we made some cookies. Carly made some cookies uh, a few weeks ago and me and the kids put on our masks to take them over to their house. We had it in a Ziploc bag. You know, Carly had made sure she'd washed her hands and put her mask on after she had put the cookies in there and all that stuff, or before she put the cookies in the bag and did everything she could. You know, we still wanted to be neighborly and, you know, provide a little treat for them. Um, But a lot of it's just teaching respect and teaching, you know, that we're all in it to help each other. And I don't want to be the one that infects my elderly neighbors because I wasn't going to wear a mask. Um, So please wear a mask. I know it sucks, but wear a mask. It's almost a sign of respect. And I can't, I'll just say, I can't understand the people who get mad uh, and say they're not going to wear a mask because a local business or a business says, you know, you go in the Walmart and you have to wear a mask. Like, I don't get the people that are trying to ward that off. I look back at it and I look at it This is just me. This is just my opinions. Nobody else's. I look at it as no shirt, no shoes, no service. If those same people who complain and wander around, walking around saying, I'm not going to wear a mask. Think of them wearing a shirt or not wearing a shirt. So you're telling me you feel like it's okay to just wander around the grocery store without a shirt on or with no shoes on. Like, that's how I see it. And if I had a business nowadays, like my own business, it'd be no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. Plain and simple. Like, it's that easy. And I remember as a child and as a young teenager, when you'd see somebody walk into a store without a shirt on, like, they were usually either homeless uh, had a lot of mental issues, um, you know, or they were wasted, you know, and they were just wandering around a store where they didn't have shoes on, you know, like walking around a parking lot. Like there's reasons that they didn't have that. Normal humans would wear a shirt before they walked into a store, even if it was a tank top. I mean, all we're asking is a piece of fabric over your face or, you know, it's very simple. And there's hundreds of thousands of styles and you get to pretend to be a bandito. Finally, that you always wanted to do when you were a kid. It's easy, simple, rock it, have fun with it. Wear the one with the crazy skull on the front. Like do let your imagination run wild. Have fun with it. 
Like, why not? It's the one time in history you get to do this. Why are you fighting against it? Like, I just... It's just me. So, I, I'm just going to say, be safe, be careful, be helpful, be kind to each other, you know. And uh, we are probably just having our little family Thanksgiving because that's, you know... That's what we're going to do. And honestly, I'm going to tell you, I've had more fun with a very, very tiny Thanksgiving with just me and my wife and my kids. Um, I mean, my mom came over last year. It was perfect. It's... Sorry. It was... Sorry about that yawn. I was... It was absolutely perfect. And... I think back to all the Thanksgivings that I've had growing up. Now, like I said, my wife comes from a big family. I come from a big family. And although when I was a kid, I had a blast going to my great aunt's house and seeing all my cousins and second cousins and third cousins and hanging out and running around and going to a movie after Thanksgiving. I I love those memories. I cherish those memories. They're fun. When I became an adult and I had my children... And I had to take him to Thanksgiving at my great aunt's house, who was still alive um, at the time. And her house isn't that big. And she shares it with her daughter. And we're going to try and stuff 60 people into this house. And we're not going to have enough food for everybody. And it's going to be 100 degrees inside because it's so hot because there's 60 bodies in there and it's cold outside. So let's make sure everyone's at a comfortable temperature. And the house is set at 70 or 71. But because there's 60 bodies in the house it's and there's cooking going on and it's such a small house that now it's 100 degrees and there's no place to sit and no place to eat if you have food. But to go outside and sit on the back patio... Carly and I found that extremely frustrating to be going home without leftovers of all things. So one year, you know, the weather was so bad, we didn't go down to Utah to visit Carly's family. Um, and we thought, oh, sorry guys. Um, we thought, man, why don't we just stay here? Why don't we just make some turkey here? We'll, take, we'll make some stuffing. We'll make some mashed potatoes. We'll make some seven-layer Jello ice cream dessert that my wife is amazing at, and we'll uh, hang out in our pajamas all day and watch TV. That sounds delightful, and it was. And we looked at each other and said, "Wow, that was amazing." Now, the last few years, we have driven down to Utah, visited my wife's family, stayed at her sister's, and done Thanksgiving down there, and that's a blast too. We have a good time when we're down there. But the excuse, you know, to go, you know what? We're just going to hang out. We're just going to hang out. Last year, we had such a good year. Last year, we had so much fun at Thanksgiving. Thought, we should do it again. Let's just chill out. Let's not worry about anything. Let's just hang out, enjoy ourselves, and, uh, you know, just enjoy it. Be with each other. Enjoy each other's company. Just chill out. And uh, I think that's what we're going to be planning on doing this year. You know, that's um, 
something that I'm really excited to do and something that um, I'm hoping a lot of you get to do is spend that time with your family to be able to just chill out and uh, hang out and, you know, enjoy it for what it is and what it's worth. So I'm going to, I want to hit on a couple other topics coming up, but I'm going to take a little break and pound this Diet Pepsi. All right, so trying to figure out like what it is that I wanted to touch on. Basically, a um, couple things. Wanted to speak on like, you know, how I'm gonna be well, ready for this time of this year, this pandemic, how I can be more available. Um, one is cognizantly realizing that I need a few minutes when I wake up. As I'm getting older, um, I've started to become more grumpier and I don't know why. Um, my fuse seems to be a little shorter than it was when I was a lot younger. And again, I have no idea why. Um, but I've noticed that when, you know, I get up and I go to get up and I get dressed and I walk out there and help the kids in the morning, um, and I'm I'm really snappy with them and I don't like that I don't like that I do that um, so in speaking with my therapist I realized that I need to make sure that um, I give myself some some morning time in the sense that like I get up you know, put on some house pants, as I call them, and a shirt, and cruise into the bathroom and go to the bathroom, wash my hands, wash my face, brush my teeth, take my medication. And while I'm doing all these things, I kind of run through my game plan for the morning. You know, all right, got a dose Augie. Let's get Augie's breakfast going. Let's get Hadley's breakfast going. Make sure you get Hadley's medication out so that she can take it with her breakfast. Make sure that you dose Augie. Uh, see if there's, you know, talk to them, ask them how they slept. You know, feed the dog. Make sure the dog goes outside. Make sure, you know, if there's cats outside that they need to come in. Um, ask your wife how she slept. Uh, just, they seem so small, but they have a huge impact on my day because I take you know, those few moments and stop and think, you know, how fast, how hard do I need to get through this day? How fast do I need to quickly get this done? Like I can take a few minutes and I can stop and I can kind of talk to myself and help my children and my wife the best way that I can. It's not perfect and I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's taken a few seconds. And if I can start my day off not making my wife upset, not making my kids upset, you know, not yelling at my kids and then having my wife yell at me for yelling at my kids, you know, for nothing, just because they're being loud. Um, then that's better. That's really good, you know. Um, 
hated when my dad would get pissed. You know, I hated when he'd get mad at me when I was a little kid. I don't want to perpetuate that cycle with my children. I want them to be excited to see me when they wake up. I want to be excited to see them when I wake up. Um, it's not that I don't love them. You guys you guys all know. You've listened to the podcast the last few episodes. You, you know. Um, it's just there's so much on the shoulders that if I don't run through it in the morning, get a game plan, then I'm really, uh, I just, I don't know what it is. That fuse is just short. And I snap at him, and I don't like being that way. When I talked to my wife about this, and I realized that I, you know, I need to do this. I need to, I need to take, even though it's five minutes, you know, and, and a lot of us, you know, jump up because kids are like, oh, I want to eat. Let's go. And I want to eat right now. And let's do this. Let's make pancakes on a Saturday morning at 630 in the morning. Like, <laughs> I try my hardest to you know, pretend to fall back asleep and sleep as long as I can. But, you know, it's not what I want to do in the morning. I want to just, I want to stay in bed. I want to cuddle with my wife. I just, I don't want to be up. And, you know, it's part of having kids. So I took the time to really make sure that I take a few seconds for myself mentally, run through my stuff, talk to my kids. Um, I also need to make sure that I'm giving my wife as many mental breaks as possible. Um, she needs to be able to step away and do something, or even if it's just hang out in the room and chill out in the dark for a bit, um, to just really give her a break, which means I really need to focus on being available when I come home and not be on my phone and not be doing stuff and, um... I need to be there. I need to be there ready uh, to tag my wife out, basically, and say, like, all right, I'm on duty. What do you need? You know, but I also need to make sure that, you know, if I've had a rough day, I need to explain that. You know, I had last week I uh, went to therapy and I was still absolutely exhausted from the week before, meaning I didn't get a lot of sleep the whole week of uh, TRCMA. And then that weekend I wanted to sleep in. My kids did not let me sleep in at all. And Monday morning I got up and headed to work and I thought, well, I got got like an extra hour there. That wasn't too bad, but I was, didn't do a lot. And in therapy, I kind of, that was a heavy day. That was a very heavy, heavy day. Um, emotionally, uh, after therapy, and I didn't realize how much that drained me. Um, and by 9.30, Carly and I were in bed and I was like, I couldn't keep my eyes open. Like I was just like, everything, all my strength was gone. And I just couldn't, couldn't, I had to sleep. And um, I was glad I did. I was, I needed it. Um, my wife was able to, to use it as fodder and make a really funny, uh, tweet on her Twitter account for it. That was awesome. It got a lot of views, so I was happy I was able to help her out in that way. Um, Mommy Meme Jeans too, in case you guys were wondering. Go follow her on Twitter and Instagram. So, um, so I need to take a moment for myself in the mornings so I don't snap at my children. When I come home from work, I need to be able to be available. 
Uh, and even in the days that I don't want to, I need to be able to be ready and I need to figure out things to do with them while they're with me. One of the fun things that we've kind of, I don't know, it's weird. All of us have really enjoyed me and the kids, uh, has been forged in fire. Um, I've always been fascinated with blacksmithing and knife making and, um, just, you know, bladesmithing and forging and all that stuff as a kid. Um, you know, I, I did metalwork and welding prior to detailing as kind of my hobby. Um, I used to do some custom furniture pieces and things like that. I made, made my wife a pair of book, uh, bookends that look like spider webs, uh, out of steel. And, uh, when we were dating and it's, it's one of those things that I've always really enjoyed, but it's been a lot of fun because I noticed that my kids love watching these cake and baking competition shows. I was flipping through Hulu and I saw that and I was like, huh. And so I watched an episode and I was like, that is just right. It's just enough to keep you entertained, just enough to provide some information. Um, but still intriguing and both my kids sit down and watch it they love it it's the weirdest thing and I am so thankful that they watch that show with me to be able to watch a show that I want to watch sometimes and that's that's really cool because car stuff I can sometimes get them into you know I've been able to get them into some of the top gears yeah hmm. we've been watching Mandalorian as a family together they really enjoy that, which is good because I really enjoy it. And so does my wife. But being able to demonstrate a trade to them has been really cool. And something I would like to do, I don't know, in the next year. I'd love to be able to figure out how to build a forge here um, and start messing around. You know, I've always loved steel and uh, always felt... Uh, I don't know, a oneness with it. I could do stuff to steal um, that a lot of other people couldn't. And I could read it in a lot of ways. And it kind of spoke to me and it was good. So um, I'd like to be able to try and do something, at least with my children, uh, in some form or another. Um, and finally, number three, the most important thing... Uh, is I need to make sure that I'm there for my wife and that I'm doing everything that I can to help her through this because this is a very difficult, hard time for her. I get to go to, to work and mess around and hang out with my friends and talk to everybody and, you know, make videos and work on fun stuff, you know, and I need to make sure that she's getting her time to, to not only have that break, but make sure that she's, you know, mentally where she needs to be with everything. And, and that's very important to me as well, to make sure that she's happy to, to do her best. She's not happy because of all of this, but to make sure we're doing everything we can. Um, we want to be able to go do stuff and have fun and, you know, have our life back. Um, but it's easy when everybody else is in the same boat as us. But, um, but I really need to buckle down and make sure that I'm giving her the ability to do what she needs to do when she needs to do it and make sure that I'm there for her emotionally as well and make sure that whatever things she's going through 
um, that I'm there to actually listen. I'm not trying to talk over her, which is something that I, I don't talk over her. I just, I interrupt a lot because I'm trying to help or try and figure something out or grieve. And I, and I realize that I do that. Um, and I need to listen. I need to listen more. Um, you know, those are just some of those things that they seem normal and everyday like, but they can be so easily dropped by the wayside without anybody realizing it. And I don't know. I'm going to do my best. And I am hoping that my family can come out of this stronger and closer and happier, all of us. I, you know, especially this week of Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm just thankful I have a roof over my head. I'm thankful I have a job. I'm thankful I have a great group of people that I work with. I am thankful that I have a wife and two children, and I'm, I'm thankful that I, you know, have an income coming on in when many people don't. Um, you know, this month has been a great month for the MOS, and, uh, it, it's been nice. It's been it's been really nice. Um, I'd like to to figure out ways to make some more income, especially as we go into this November and December. Um, I'd like to stay busy every weekend if I can, uh, at least with some good projects. And I did last year, and it wasn't so bad. Um, so I'm hoping I can do it again this year. Um, and we'll see. But. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that I, I am really, really hoping for. So, um, one of those things I got to do this week though, was I did go visit, uh, my friend Ryan, who was one of my partners in the, uh, Hawks Detail Masters of Shine. Um, we have spoken on the phone a couple times, two, three times, uh, in the last five years, but haven't seen him face to face in the last five years and after I sold my share and moved to the rag company um, he dealt with a lot of stuff Um, he dealt with a divorce and his father dying who was a a big inspiration to him Um, and he had his other business partner uh, basically leave him holding the bag, so to speak. Uh, and so he's taken his blows um, and had a rough time with all of that. Uh, he has since come out, I feel, in a good, good way, in a very strong light. And... He's a cool cat, and I'm super thankful that I got to spend some time talking to him this week, uh, or last week. It was uh, it was great. I got to I saw him on Friday and got to spend a little bit of time with him and talk and just kind of play catch up. And I I realized how uh, nice that was. You know, he was the one who called me and said, "Remember, we talked about opening a detail shop." And I said, yeah. And he goes, that was like five years ago, right? And I said, yeah. And he goes, do you want to open one again? 
you still want to do that? I said, yeah, I think so. And he's like, you want to do it tomorrow? And I said, well, hold on a second here. Let me figure out what we're doing, but I'd love to. I'm in, uh, whatever it is. And so that was, I was glad I did that because it was a scary move, but it helped me and my family out in the end. And it led to me getting the rag company, uh, led to me working there and being able to be the person that I am now. Um, it allowed me to do all the stuff with the IDA. And it was because of, because of the chance that I got with him to be able to help me through all this. Uh, it meant a lot to be able to catch up and see him. And I'm thankful that I got a chance to go talk to him. I'm thankful I got a chance to see him. And we're going to try and catch up more often because, I don't know, we just we really were surprised at how great it was and how much fun it was to see each other. Um, so that that was really nice. That was really great to be able to spend some time with him and hang out with him and be able to, to hang out and enjoy each other's company and catch up and talk shop, so to speak, and see the new place. And uh, just I, I had an absolute blast. And his new partner is another friend of mine who uh, I think is, is an amazing guy. And uh, his name's Dan. And um, they've got a great little business model for their dealership. And I'm really excited to see how that grows. And, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive. So I'm excited to see what he does and some of the other stuff that he's got up his sleeve because he's always been an entrepreneur and he's always had ideas to to make things and he's one of those people that I've always looked up to um, so that was cool that was really neat uh, I'm thankful that because I you know I have another friend that uh, brought me one of his cars to do and um, he, I'm thankful that he's there you know he came by and toured the rag company the other day and uh, that was impressive and we did a photo shoot outside the penitentiary for you know our scully shirts and i called him and said hey i know it's late you know early notice or you know short notice but we're going to do a thing out at the pen in the morning would you like to go and he said sure uh, i'll be there so he's one of those stand-up dudes that that really i've helped um i'm thankful for my mother-in-law and for helping come keep this place clean I know sometimes she gets in my wife's hair but uh, she's she's a saint and my kids are so lucky to have her to be there to help help out no questions asked help them help us and be a pit bull for us um, she's just she's she's tenacious and she is extremely loyal and it's it's amazing to see that still alive and well. Um, so thankful for her. I'm thankful that my mom is enjoying her job at the rag company. I'm, I'm really thankful that, for that. I know Carolyn and Jeff really like her and John really likes her there. And uh, she's a good help and they know they really appreciate it. Um, and I think I'm most thankful for my wife because she keeps she keeps me she 
keeps me grounded. She keeps me sound. She keeps, she lets me know if I fly too high. And I don't think I could do half the stuff that I do without her. And I really want to try and plan for this next episode to be with Carly. Um, I got to work on some questions and stuff, what we can ask each other. But I, I really think it's important and it's something that needs to be done. Not only for the story, for the series, but just because it's, it's something that needs to be there. So anyway, gang. Uh, I am just going to wish you all a happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. I'm going to try and do a couple episodes this week uh, and just put them in the can so that I can have them uh, and uh, be able to have them to kick back with. So, all right, everybody. Again, I wish you all a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Please don't travel if you don't have to. Please stay at home. Please don't visit family if you don't have to. Take care of them by not seeing them. All right, guys. Talk to you later. What's up, guys? It's Levi Gates, the master of shine, and you're listening to, well, the master of shine at home podcast. Let's get started.